Hey, Sober Girls. Every life choice you make has an impact, and some choices are just easier than others. An easy choice for me has been adding Exact Nature CBD into my daily routine. Exact Nature's products can help curb cravings while promoting the positive changes in mood, focus, and my favorite, sleep. These are all part of getting and staying sober. They're available in oils, soft gels, and gummies, and in varying strengths and formulas. What I love most about Exact Nature is I know the quality is top tier and safe because their products are made by people in recovery for people in recovery. Go to exactnature.com to get 20% off your order. Use code SOBERGIRL20 at checkout. Being positive is a choice. Exact Nature just makes it easier. Welcome to a Sober Girl's Guide podcast, a lifestyle podcast based on sobriety and recovery. I'm your host and sober girl, Jessica Jabot. Inspired by my own sobriety and wellness journey, I want to spread the wealth of knowledge. Tune in each week for uncensored conversations about mental health, self-development, wellness and spirituality, and how they influence each guest's unique recovery journey. My goal is to educate and inspire and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 209 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Do you have anxiety? What is it? Well, clinical counselor Caitlin Stevens is here to shine the light on what anxiety is, how it feels and shows up, and how it can affect your relationship with alcohol. On this episode, Caitlin gives us tools and mindset shifts to help you embrace your anxious parts and realize what we can learn from them. This is such a fantastic episode. Let's get into it. Miss Caitlin, what is going on? How are you? I'm good, Jess. Thanks for having me. This is so fun. Love I it. know. I mean, we have these conversations on the reg, and I think it's I think it's only fair to not gatekeep and to open up the circle, open up and share these conversations because personally, for me, you are. I would say like the like the big sister <laughs> kind of in our relationship. I, love like, that. I definitely look to you like almost like a North Star. You Aww. know, you're so calm, you're so collected, and you're you just always have such a great just view and way of maybe redirecting or refocusing things that are going on. And that's obvious because you're a clinical counselor, like that's your job. But I also feel like that is also you as a person, like you're always growing, you're always trying new modalities, you're, you're open, you're willing to like change. And I think that but that's what really makes you not only a dynamic person, but a dynamic professional in your field. And so I just want to bring everyone else along on our on our journey and our conversations. <laughs> that was so sweet. Thank you so much. And yeah. I love I love the safe space that we've created. And yeah, I'm so happy that I can get on here and yeah, just be me and see see where it takes us. Yeah. And you also have some really good 
insight to mental health issues that I know we're all kind of dealing with or have dealt with or are dealing with at some point in our lives. And that that main one that I want to talk about today starts with an A, Mr. Anxiety. You know, we're not necessarily going to talk about um, drinking or like what the aftermath is, but like anxiety, I think a lot of people, first of all, don't even know what the hell it is. Because yeah. it shows up so differently for so mm-hmm. many people. And it's really hard to pinpoint. So let's yeah. st- kind of start there. Yeah. Um, you know, what? what is, like, I mean, I know it's a general question, but like, you give us maybe a little insight to like what anxiety is and what it could possibly feel like. So I look at anxiety having so many different levels to it Mm -hmm. because it depends, right? If we have experienced difficult trauma in our life, or I even just say difficult experiences, it's going to make things that happen to us feel like a tiger is running at us. Yeah. Right. So anxiety is such a spectrum. And also sometimes anxiety isn't actually anxiety. It's covering up anger disappointment, Mm. frustration, uh, sadness, all those things. So another helpful thing on that is sometimes anxiety is, is what you see of the iceberg and what's below that can be again, a spectrum of emotion. Right. So basically anxiety is, you know, a reaction in our body, our nervous system. Anxiety can also just be where our narrative goes internally Right. Yes. I like to call her anxious Annie where she comes yes. knocking at my door and I'm like, Hey, anxious Annie, what's up? Mm-hmm. And there's such beautiful wisdom in anxiety. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the key piece here is I don't work with my clients to say, of course, we're like, I, I really don't want to be anxious. I hate that sure. part of me. It's, it's, I'm too sensitive. I overthink. It's like, no, no, no. Mm. Let's bring anxiety on as an ally. Let's mm. love her up and figure out what is the need beneath this or what is right. that reaction in our body where we feel like we're going to erupt like a volcano or completely freeze. Whoa. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's, it's, anxiety is so many different things for so many people. So what would you kind of suggest to anyone who, you know, is following along right now? They're like, yes. Yeah. Okay. I get it. I'm on your, I'm on the same page. What, like, how could that maybe show up like in like physically, um, emotionally, like what did, have you experienced anxiety? Yeah. So Anxiety is such a personalized experience and Mm -hmm. it can show up in in many different ways. I think the body's wisdom is incredible. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if you can relate with getting headaches every day, losing Mm -hmm. your appetite, um, just being really scattered. I I don't know if you've ever been through those times where you can't put your words together, where you're like fumbling, you're almost Mm. forgetting things a lot, right? That can also be part of the the frozen state. So yeah, it can really show up in different ways. It can also like, have you ever seen someone have such an intense reaction about a parking ticket, Mm. right? It's that's a way of anxiety. And that's everything leading up to that moment, right? Right. And, And that's how I really like to work with my clients. If you imagine a beaker of water, right? Okay. And 
if right off the bat you wake up late, okay, we're adding more water to the beaker. Okay, right. next step is I spill my coffee. There is more water to the beaker. Then yeah. by three o'clock in the afternoon, you've had all these situations and all of a sudden that beaker of water is spilling everywhere, right? It has mm. exploded. It has gone beyond, right? Yeah. So that's really the thing about anxiety is that it can be these like many little things that happen throughout our day. And right. then all of a sudden when we're heading to bed, we're feeling maybe in our chest area, maybe mm. we're overthinking, Maybe we can't sleep. It makes complete sense because of all those events that took place. Right. Totally. Oh my God. When you said chest area, 100%. Uh-huh. Like my chest is always like, or it used to be actually, it's funny when you're, when you're describing these situations and describing these feelings, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have experienced all of this at different points in my life. And I never thought that I could like overcome them or like, I thought my life was going to be like this forever, but it also is interesting to kind of tune into what is prompting this anxiety or what is Mm -hmm. like triggering it. Um, I know personally it's in relationships and like, not just romantic ones, but like, you know, certain people that maybe like, I don't necessarily want to be around, but I also don't want to be lonely. You know, I also don't want to be alone. So there's this like inner like tug of war, which definitely creates anxiety, definitely creates the tense and the tension in your chest, even in your tummy. Like Uh I remember going to the doctor and being like, oh my gosh, I think I have IBS. Like, I think I have like oh my gosh, IBS, a huge one with anxiety. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then turns out I'm like, oh, I was just hanging around people that like, I actually didn't really like, but I didn't want to be alone. Yes. And, and then, that's, that's huge, right? The context of where you are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So in that regard, it is, that's another key piece, right? Before mm. I even start working on kind of the mental health stuff, it's like, okay, how is your sleep? Are you eating mm. enough? A lot of people that don't eat enough food, that yeah. is a very similar feeling to anxiety, which people don't understand. And I'm oh like, yeah, you got to nourish your brain. You you have to get that beautiful goodness in your body. Like that's a huge one. Yeah. So sleep, nourishment, movement is huge, right? Okay. Where people that might have, you know, jobs that they sit all day, Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking here that I need you to do, you know, 30 minutes every day. It's literally going outside, getting some fresh air for 10 minutes and coming back. Right. And that's yeah. going to help again with the, the context, the environment that you're in. Yeah. And then the fourth one is what you said, the the relational health, right? Yeah. Your community. So if you are in an environment that is really not aligned and that you are really struggling with, of course, your anxiety is going to be at an all time high. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing where anxiety, addiction, all these things, it leads us to truth. It's it's a mm-hmm. treasure. Okay. Right? It's, because it's really leading us to what needs to be explored. Right? Uh, where, okay. So if we look at, for example, anxiety, if we're constantly anxious every day, it's been a long mm-hmm. time, we've, we've really worked on some things, and we're still kind of coming up against this wall, mm-hmm. what we're really showing ourselves, okay, like, what in me needs my attention? 
Okay. What maybe in my environment needs to be changed, Mm -hmm. right? And from that place, what we want to start doing is starting to trust our inner wisdom or our inner dialogue around it, Mm. right? Which has always been there. And that's the thing I think I've talked to you a lot about. It's not about fixing. Yeah. Right. It's about uncovering. It's like you're not broken. Like you don't need need to to be fixed. Your anxiety. Right. right? We need to like welcome her around the table and say, anxious Annie, sweetie, what what's going on here? And having I know it sounds silly. It's literally having that internal conversation, gathering information and data. Yeah. And starting to listen to our inner truth and our inner wisdom. Yeah. Right. I think also when you say listen, it doesn't mean like, and I, I definitely thought this at first, like, okay, if I listen to this part of me or like, let, you know, this part come to the surface, it's going to take over. I'm going to act from that place. She's going to be like, you know, the head of the table, making all the decisions, but that's not that's not the case. No, at all. Not at all. And that's, yeah, I have to make that clear. It's not about them anxious Annie, what I call her taking over the driver's seat and calling the shots, right? That is not what, what anxiety is meant to do. Anxiety is more of like, how do we sit around the table and ask what's really there for her? And as our, I like to call it my inner wise woman Mm -hmm. who is at the head of the table, who is holding a loving space with open arms, Mm -hmm. really showing them that thank you for, for providing that information for me. And I'm here now and I'm going to keep us safe. Mm -hmm. Right. Because a lot of the time people who experience anxiety, we call it the window of tolerance, right? Where, Mm. I'll, I'll kind of go through that if that's helpful. Um, yeah. yeah. So the window of tolerance is an area where we feel like we can feel and deal basically, right? Where okay. a stressor comes our way. Yeah. We feel like, okay, this is not, not a big deal. I can handle this. It's more of like a responsive versus the reactive state. Okay. Right. So what ends up happening is when we go through trauma or difficult experiences, that window of tolerance gets very, very, very small. Okay. Yeah. So then what we see happening is above the window is this term hyper arousal state, right? Which is the the fight or flight. Yep. And below is the hypo and that is the the freeze, right? Mm. So a lot of us are functioning with a very small window of tolerance, Mm. right? So -hmm. then we have a coworker maybe say something, Hey, like, do you mind finishing, uh, that, that task that you had? And all of a sudden you're just like, like ready to (laughs) internally, you feel like you're like body's red. You feel like you're in trouble. You feel like something's bad is going to happen. That is the hyper arousal state, right? That means that our window is so small that we're not able to respond. We're extremely reactive. Mm. Okay. Right. So yeah. the goal is widening the window of tolerance, right? right? And, and I think what you said there earlier about anxiety, we don't want that to take over. When we know it's taking over is when yeah. we're reactive. When we're reacting, okay. that is such an anxious state. That is where she yeah. has taken over the driver's seat. She is the CEO. That is a great indication where you need to take a step back, pause, do some breathing and yeah. come back to it. Yeah. And that's like, I mean, 
it's so lovely and easy and convenient for us to talk about this, but like when you're in the heat of it, oh, yes. it's tough, right? <laughs> it's freaking like, oh, okay, cool. Right on. I wish I did that. Um, but it's also like, we're going to make not mistakes, but we're not always going to get it right. Or we're not going to get it perfect. Or it's not going to be, you know, it's not, it's definitely not going to feel comfortable the first couple times you do it. Right? No, like, and that's like taking a step back, like what? No, I'm supposed to charge forward. And anyone with anxiety will be like, yeah, push harder. Like, let's roll. Yeah. <laughs> let's keep ourselves safe. Right. And, yes. and, and this is what this whole model is very helpful for your listeners, for yourself. It's like, yeah. when you see someone fighting with you for no reason, or you can see them put up a wall, you can mm. see that they're in that fight or flight state, that they don't mm. feel safe, right? And it it usually doesn't have, we would hope, anything to do with you. It's usually previous experiences, right? Where even a similar tone is making them feel like, oh gosh, something really bad's going to happen. Yeah. And that's what I say a lot with my clients is the channel is right and the volume's too high, mm. right? Where that yeah. is anxiety, right? Where totally. Yeah. Where we can all relate where it's just like taking over and we're spinning, we're obsessing, we're yeah. We're, yeah. In our chest, we can't breathe all those things. Yeah, totally. Oh my gosh. I just got a flashback to like hitting, hitting anxiety on the head. Yeah. Um, I used to have a roommate who would get up in the morning and would unintentionally like not that she was like mad or anything had anything to do with me. She was just, you know, wasn't even thinking and was like opening and shutting and slamming doors and like whatever. My anxiety ramped up so hard. Yeah. And I'm like, why am I having this like crazy reaction to literal doors, like shutting, like cabinet doors, closet doors, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, wait. I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023. Say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies. Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flower, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to vibegummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummies.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. 
It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com ASGG today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com ASGG. My dad, whenever he was mad or angry, or I knew something was going to go down or shit was getting wild at home, the first thing that would happen would be doors slamming. Mm, That's like his, like sounding the alarm to the household that like shit is not okay. He's pissed off. And that like, it was just going to go downhill from there. And it was so interesting to have this like reaction and be like, wait, why am I, you know, take that pause. Like you said, and instead of like yelling and screaming at her and be like, Oh my God, you're so disrespectful. Like, can't you just like stop? Like, yeah. Like, have you never closed a door before? You know? Yeah. You know, instead of like doing that and be like, Whoa, wait, like I'm actually scared here. Yeah. Why am I scared? I'm in a safe place. Mm -hmm. This person is not mad. No one's mad. No one's upset at each other. It's all good. And it was just so interesting. Like you said, like taking that space and like it, you know, it'll guide you. It gives you knowledge and it gives you knowledge to yourself and why you are reacting the way you are. It's not right. It's not wrong. No. You know, and I like what you said there is you're trying to figure it out. And I just want to also provide instead of the why it's yeah. what is this trying to show me right now? Mm, right. Like Be- yeah. Because why can keep us kind of like, why me? Or why is this happening? Right. It kind of yeah. is like a stagnation to it. Yeah. But totally. What is more of an expansive in the sense of, okay, what is this showing me? What do I need? Right. Yeah. And and even you saying that, it's like safe, seen, and understood. That's what yeah. you really need in those moments from your dad in some yeah. capacity, right? But obviously, we want to start doing that for ourselves in those moments, mm-hmm. right? Because you, it sounded like you felt very startled and just like this reaction in the body, right? Oh, it was like that just like set off my day. And I didn't say anything for like months, <laughs> And this person had no idea. She's like, what are you talking about? I'm just getting ready for work. Like, yeah, what's going on? And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I got to go back to the lab. I got to figure it out. I got to be more (laughs) curious about that. But I like how you phrase that instead of why. Yeah. Why also makes us, you know, it's like, it has an urgency to it almost like you need to figure yeah. it out now. Why, There's why, something why, why, wrong why? with you? Why? Yeah, right. Why? Yes. Get down to the root of it. But like how you phrase it was more like open, like with curiosity. Yeah. What? yeah. 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 A more empowering kind of place to be, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's yeah. like such a great example of this is the beautiful thing about when we start having such a 
an incredible relationship with ourselves because in those moments, Mm -hmm. instead of us, trust me, we've all been there where we're like, you know, stop slamming and like have these reactions afterwards. We're like, "Eh, that probably wasn't in alignment with like who I really am. And it happened. And this is where it's so beautiful where we're like, okay, I'm not feeling very safe right now with the slamming of the doors. What do I need right now? Yeah, sweetie, like I get it. This is very familiar. And I know you're feeling a little like unsettled. It's like, I'm here now. I got you. Right. And it can be tricky because we're so not used to talking to ourselves like that or holding space for ourselves. And that can be reflected to those in our life too. Right. When someone's like reacting, it's very quick to be like, Oh, like calm down. Like, of course I don't agree with someone like it's okay to be mad and not okay to be mean. Like, I think that's like, we just got to rein that in and it's going to happen sometimes in those moments. Those people just really want to be seen, heard and understood. Right. Yeah. That safe space is so key. When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare, and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan, and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skincare is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to OseaMalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. And like that inner dialogue when shit's going down. Oh man. It's so important. Yes. You know, like would you talk to, like I always kind of I mean, I always kind of think like would I talk to my friends? Like if my friends came to me with the same issues I'm having or like, you know, having this this chatter going on, would I talk to them the way that I talk to myself mm-hmm. probably not because I sure as shit would have zero friends after that <laughs> I know. you know I'm a pretty blunt person but like shit can get aggressive in my mind that is not yeah. okay like not yeah. okay and and that's what's so beautiful about this is that you can imagine maybe you grab a picture of your younger self right are those mm-hmm. listeners that have kids so golden because yeah. If your your child was having anxiety, would you tell them to smarten up? You're too sensitive. Get over it. Mm. You're overreacting. Like you would not, you might like, of course, we're going to have our moments as parents. I totally get that. Sure. And it's really imagining your little, little Jess or little Caitlin 
sitting in the room when you're feeling this like explosion of emotions, you're feeling like, you know, again, the lion or tiger is running at me. Mm -hmm. What would you say to her? Right. And Mm -hmm. how beautiful is that? And how that we can do that for ourselves. We can be the person under ourselves, right? We, We don't, we don't need the parent anymore. We don't really have the parent at this age in our life. Right. Yeah. In that way. Right. Yes. So it's such, yeah, it's such a beautiful, empowering space to be, especially when it comes to our anxiety. Totally. So how does this relate? Like how does anxiety play into maybe unhealthy patterns or unhealthy relationships with alcohol. Yes. It's it's very, I find this very strong correlation to having like attach, anxious attachment, anxious thoughts, anxious, um, just anxiety in general is very strongly connected to also then having um, a strained relationship or not a, a not healthy relationship to alcohol. Mm-hmm. You- can you yeah. touch on that? Yeah, of course. So as we know, and you you know this for sure about alcohol and addiction, and I really struggled with food and, and eating disorders. Uh, it mm-hmm. really isn't about that, right? It's, yeah. There it's a byproduct. Some, yeah, it's it's a it's a coping tool that we felt is going was gonna keep our head above water, right? Yeah. Yep. It is a distraction from us feeling discomfort and takes us out of the present moment. Like that is that is the wisdom in addiction, right? Addiction leads us to truth, leads us to our truth, right? And I know yeah. that can be really hard when you're in it. You're like, no, I just don't want to be binging. I don't want to be starving myself. I don't mm-hmm. want to be over consuming and doing these things. It's like, well, it is there because again, the discomfort that you're feeling, you feel like you can't handle it. So we're going to use that to take us out of the present moment. Mm. Right. Totally. Yes. Okay. So for me, um, if it's helpful, I can share a little bit about my, my journey around that, with, yeah. uh, my eating issues. So from a very young age, I always felt like overthinking, super sensitive kid, mm-hmm. very anxious, had three younger brothers, was kind of like this, the only girl had that role. Mm-hmm. Um, also, also felt from a very young age that I had to prove, prove myself, right? Prove mm-hmm. my worth. Um, yep. How do I, how do I become included in this like male situation where it's like, okay, I want to fit in. I want to be, I just wanted approval, right? Yeah. So then it, it, it turned into this codependency, right? Where I remember my mom saying at a very young age, like like kindergarten, I was so obsessed with my friends, right. Of like missing out and just like what they were thinking. If someone looked at me the wrong way, I would be in tears. It was just yeah, very, very strong. Right. So then as we move through that, right, we see that we mold, we appease, we perform, we try and figure out, okay, what is it that's going to get me to feel that I can yeah. love myself? Obviously not, my brain isn't functioning at that level, but now I can reflect on that. Yeah. And then uh, high school comes around and I'm so uncomfortable in my my body, who I am. I have no idea who I am. I'm just like, whoever throws me something, I'm like, okay, I'll do that. I'll do this. I'll do that. Right. It just was... Yeah 
how do I, how do I blend? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, like this was like with the Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears, you know, very thin era. Oh right? yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like dirty. Remember that? Yes. Video? Oh my gosh. Dead. Yeah. Yes. So it. that whole thing. And then mm-hmm. I saw this one girl actually get so much attention from men. And I was like, huh, this is interesting. Yep. Right. And then I was like, this is how I get love in this way. And she had an eating disorder. And at the time, if I reflect, it really was, that was just me trying to fit in. But then what I didn't realize was that like, that was this whole thing of me not knowing who I was and just trying to figure out how to, how to fit in. Yeah. And get love and get get love. I'm like, bingo. Right. I can do that so easily. And fast track. Yeah. Stopped eating and all those you know, lovely things around food over exercised. And, and then it just was this insane battle until I was, I think like 23 and it was Mm. starving. Then it was binging. Then it was gaining 20 pounds and it was losing 30 pounds. It was, wouldn't leave like missed out on so many things because I was Mm. like, I'm not, I'm I've gained weight. I can't do this. Or I would go on these insane binges and just like, yeah. I'm like, what happened there? Right. Yeah. So then I realized, and I remember my therapist saying, actually, she's like, food is not the problem. Deal with what is. And I'm like, no, mm. you're not getting it. Yeah. Right? I was so annoyed. I was like, I just yeah. want to be stick thin. Yeah. And that's that you're not understanding me. Yeah. Right? Why can't I just like have this healthy balance? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh and my god, that's it. the biggest yeah. crack of shit. Is I know, that right? healthy balance does I not know. exist. Like no, right? So then I that really planted a seed, and that was the journey of figuring mm. out this was again Anita Johnstone. I don't know if you're familiar with her, her work, but she talks about it. It's like, and this can be oh. relatable probably to those who are struggling with alcohol, is that you're in a river and you're you're basically drowning, but all you have is like a piece of wood that's gonna keep you afloat. So you grab okay. onto that right yeah and slowly you gather strength and you can see shore and you're like okay i'm gonna let go oh no not ready okay gonna let go oh going back and then finally you fully let go of the piece of wood that kept you above water and you swim to shore and that's how i look at my my eating issue that's how i look at addiction with my clients is that it Mm -hmm. literally helped me survive yeah Right. And now it, it worked until it didn't. It worked until it didn't. And then yep. it was destroying me. And it was actually like weighing me down and almost drowning me. Right. So then yeah. it's it's that idea of, okay, this was the gold. This is what I mean about that idea mm-hmm. of the truth is hidden in this. And mm-hmm. it led me to my career. It mm-hmm. led me to connect and be in a different way. It showed me who I actually was underneath all of this. Yeah. Right. And especially when it comes to anxiety, I was super anxious from a very young age. And I was also anxious attachment, which is like very trendy right now. Mm-hmm. And, and then, you know, there's, that shows up in your romantic relationships and it, it can mold. And and this is the thing yeah. where it's like, it's a blessing in disguise. It doesn't feel like that in those really intense moments where you just want to run and just say, fuck it. This is too much. Yeah. And which what, happens a lot. FYI, like that's, yes. that's very normal. It's very it is common. Normal. It's, it's like common it's to want to be like, bye, peace out. Yeah. Right. Hit the fuck it button. <laughs> 
Yeah. Totally. Right. And, yeah. and this is the beauty of these difficult experiences in our life is on the other side of this. And I can, I'm living proof of this is that it is so incredible. Once you can really work with it, mm. see the wisdom in it, and then ready to just move it to the side. Right. Yeah. And say, I, I no longer need that to keep my head above water, that it's safe and okay yeah. for me to be and sit with discomfort and not feel like something bad's going to happen. Yeah. Right. Oof. And that's, it's hard to do, but it's also, I mean, I love how, I love how you describe that because it is a very freeing, empowering feeling, you know, knowing that nothing owns you. Yes. Is like, whoa, that's next level shit. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> next level. I love it. Um, Caitlin, what advice could you give? One more question here. To anyone who is listening, who is maybe thinking about getting sober or like just kind of in, in the thick of it, what piece of advice could you give to someone to kind of like, ease them along their journey or, or give them a little peace of mind? Yeah. I'm trying to think what was really helpful when I was in it. And I think just really being so gentle mm -hmm. and nurturing, and it's going to feel really hard. Yeah. And just really trying to hold that space for yourself when you do have those really intense moments or those quote unquote mess ups, which I think yeah. it's just more information data that you're gathering of where you're at. Little and, sip up, if you will. Yeah. And and I remember people saying to me, like the kind of like the cut caterpillar to butterfly, mm -hmm. you know, analogy. And I was like, no, that's not like, I don't believe you. This is horrible. Right. When you're it's in gonna it, it's going to be like this forever. Like, you're liars. Yeah. <laughs> and I can really now, if, if I knew that more, I knew, I knew deep down that that was actually happening, yeah. but if I could actually keep that as my North star a bit more on my compass, yeah, I feel like I would definitely be a bit more gentle and understanding of all the things that I went through. Yeah. And honestly, I, I, I I can't tell your listeners enough that once you get through whatever you're going through, that struggle, that challenge, that addiction, it is such beauty and wisdom that you've gathered from going through that. And on the other side of it, it is insane how much you love all of you more, the mm -hmm. life you actually get to create that is in alignment with yeah. who you actually are, right? Yes. And whoever is listening and is struggling, like this is the gold, right? This mm. is, this is such an incredible, I know it doesn't feel like it, but experience that is going to lead you to something that is going to blow you away where you will be like, whoa, yeah, this is the life I get to live. Totally. There's so much more opportunity and possibility. Like when, yeah. when you like just kind of like, almost challenge comfort. Yeah. You know, like challenge, challenge kind of like where you're at and challenge, like, is this, 
really all there is. Yeah. So I think we all kind of feel that way or ask ourselves that way at some point in our lives. I know I have multiple times. Yeah. Actually and like I, annually. Yeah. And I think that's like a, how do we normalize that? And, yeah. and don't get me wrong. I have some really hard days. I have some really dark weeks. It's like, but it's so different how I lean into it, Yeah, how I hold space when I'm sad and disappointed, Yeah, how like I'm very more loving. I'm not so critical. I'm not like, ah, oh, I hate that anxious part of me. It's right. like, okay, here you are, or, oh, I'm so sensitive, or I hate that part of me. It's, it's mm. again, loving all of you. Yeah. That's a different space, which allows us to create a different path through. Totally. Right? Oh, I love that. Yeah. Caitlin, where can we find you on the World Wide Web? The World Wide Web. Well, <laughs> I am. My website is www.caitlinstevens.com. And you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Caitlin Counseling. And also, like, I love it when people reach out and just want to, like, check in or I don't know. I feel like human connection is so beautiful. So if you want to send me an email or a DM, I am totally open to that. And I think we need more of that. Love that. Thank you. That's so nice. Yeah. I'll be sliding into your DMs. <laughs> Hit me up. Slide on in. <laughs> Caitlin, thank you so, so much for your wisdom, your experience, and your knowledge. This has been such just a transformative and like really great conversation. Just really, I mean, I expect nothing this from you because you're just so great <laughs> I really Jessica I want to say I want to acknowledge you just holding such beautiful space for people and in the work that you're doing because it is it's like people are craving that intimate community to be safe seen and heard and you're you're doing mm. all of that and and that is such an incredible thing and we need more of that in this world so I'm thank gonna- you wow I just have to take a second and just relish and appreciate the amazing A Sober Girls Guide community and what people I have been able to bring into our circle and into our fold. We have a really badass group of women from coaches to women in our support circles, from our Sober Girl Social Club membership to group coaching to everyone online to even if you're making comments about posts or just here, if you are just here for the conversation and you're open and you're willing, I just, I want to give kudos to you. Thank you for being here and for being a part of this really amazing, powerful community. Every day, I'm just kind of floored and in awe of everyone that is surrounding us. So thank you. As always, please make sure to rate, subscribe, and sharing is caring. If you know a friend or a loved one who needs to hear what is in this episode today, please share it with them. Sharing is caring. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at A Sober Girls Guide and head to asobergirlsguide.com. We got your back at any stage of your booze-free journey. Check out our Sober Girl Social Club membership. We have some excellent 
excellent coaches inside the membership that are ready to help you transform and change your relationship with alcohol today. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day. 